What's up, guys? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is r slash Tales from the Front Desk. I've been kind of stuck on these Tales from the Front Desk things the last week or so. Uh, they're pretty interesting. I stay in enough hotels and other places where, uh, yeah, I could see some of these guests being totally weird, creepy, rude, entitled, you name it. Anyway, if you watch the Tales from Tech Support channel, which I just uploaded there a few minutes ago, the title was wrong for a few minutes. Uh... I have a, a naming scheme that I do, you know, if it was Tales from Tech Support, it's TFTS, today's date, and then when, I, when I'm when i exporting from my editor, I call it Final YouTube Upload, YT Upload. Final meaning, like, this is the final draft. This is the one that's going out live online, but uh, no, that is by no means the final Tales from Tech Support video. Trust me. Uh, I'm not going anywhere unless, you know, I keel over and then... Then it won't matter. But uh, until then, we're going to keep reading stories. And uh, so if you don't already watch our Tales from Tech Support stories, head on over to uh, Storytime with Uncle Reddit. And uh, that's the main channel. And this is my secondary, Storytime with Uncle Reddit NC, which is normally malicious compliance. But here we are. All right, let's get to it. Housekeeper Flirtations. Hi, guys. It's your girl, Renovations B. I'm not actually a bee, I promise. I just recently wrote a post about renovations and playing Christmas music in revenge against the contractors. We have since come to a wary piece where they don't bother me or guests anymore and are more respectful. My boss had a bit of a loud talk with the supervisor. Anyway, this is more in line with stories that have to do with guests. There's a guest who does regular work in town who is a notorious flirt, and not in a good way. When I work the 3 to 11 shift, he'll come in fairly drunk and want to flirt. I personally hate getting flirted with at the front desk, so I'm extremely blunt to the point of being rude. That doesn't dissuade this guy, though. The last time he stayed, he left his Snapchat for me. I threw it away. This time, after complaining about how I never snapped him and me frustily saying, we aren't allowed to fraternize with guests, he decided to try his anonymous luck with his housekeeper. His housekeeper for that day was Peaches, cue the infamous Jack Black as Bowser song, and he signed her name on the little I clean your room with love card. So he comes down that morning when I happen to be working a shift and starts asking me what she looks like. This is how the conversation went. So what does Peaches look like? Uh, I'm sorry? Peaches. Uh, round and fuzzy? No, my effing housekeeper. What does she look like? Is she black or is she white? <laughs> I say to him, all of our housekeepers are lovely. Effing okay, whatever. And then he walked away to do his sad little job for whatever company while I controlled my rage at the rude question. So I didn't walk, but ran to Peaches and spilled the tea. So excited to gossip about this absolute slob of a guy whose personality is super crappy. Crap you not, her first question, is he black or is he white? <laughs> I'm sure I had a shocked Pikachu look on my face. She then proceeded to give me the number for her burner phone to give him so she could see if she liked him or not. I really don't know the lesson I was supposed to learn here. Maybe that everyone has different tastes and sometimes people in the most unlikely places were, in fact, made for each other? Either way, I thought it was a hilarious story that I'd share here. <laughs> what does he look like? Okay. So, yeah, that is the lesson. Everybody's going to be different. Uh, you happen to stay professional for the most part, I think. This guy is just kind of a crap human being, but, eh, whatever. Uh, but some people like that. So, yeah. Who knows? Maybe you'll be in the wedding party. Hmm. Booking a hotel on the wrong continent. Got a call this beautiful morning from one of the agents of a third-party OTA. Annoying, as my day started great. The reason for the call? A guest arriving today had booked the wrong hotel on the wrong bloody continent. 
The agent didn't even consider that the answer would be a big fat no when she asked if I would consider canceling the booking free of charge because the guest made an error. Would that call have come through a few hours after booking? No worries, but three weeks later? Nope, not giving that free cancellation on arrival date because our mutual guest made an error. I do love being able to say no to these parasite OTAs whenever possible, but this agent could really not understand my refusal because it would be a great way to show our appreciation to the guest. Her words, not mine. Facet of the story, read what you book and double check your confirmation email. But I did have a chuckle about that and I do feel bad for the poor front desk worker on the other continent having to deal with that guest. Hope they weren't too rude to you. Edit, to clarify, we share the same hotel name and are both in or near in a national park. Nothing to do with the same city name. If you booked the wrong spot, it's kind of your fault. Whether you used a third party service or directly to the hotel or directly to the front desk of the hotel where you want to stay then you kind of got to be responsible as the consumer to make sure you did it right. I mean, in three weeks, you've got these confirmation emails and everything else. There's no way you couldn't have noticed unless you just didn't bother to look and, you know, didn't think you were wrong at all. Oh, well. What are you over-explaining to people who just aren't smart? So I've mentioned here before, we're built on a parking deck. There's three levels of parking garage and then five stories of hotel. Most people at least seem to understand when I say this because it's not super complicated, but there are others who just don't. I've had people not understand after I've explained it to them with different words and even visual aids. I've had people say that they should just park on G2 so they're closer to their room after I explain the setup. I don't mind telling them two times if they have a hard time visualizing it because I can have problems with that too, but for goodness sakes, what are you not getting? Then we have locks on our elevator. I just tell them to get to the floor they're going to, put their key card up against the reader for it in the elevator, and then press their floor number. If they ask for clarification, I explain that basically they have to unlock the elevator to get above the lobby floor. This actually happens often, but I don't volunteer it because it can overwhelm people. They won't use the key card at all and get mad, for instance, which is my fault. Anyway, because I'm at work and I understand it's a new place, just in general, and I want to be kind, I try to be patient, but it's endlessly frustrating. What things do you have to explain over and over again to your guests that are getting sick of explaining because some people overcomplicate it to themselves or just are not smart? I find myself quite often having to explain things over and over and over to people. And I have considered the fact that maybe it's my way of communicating. Like maybe it's my problem. Am I saying something that just only makes sense in my own head or to a select few of us in certain small circles? Um, no. Generally speaking, it's not. And here's why I know that. Because I will go out of my way to painstakingly try to say things in different ways. Like a different order, from a different point of view. I'll even draw pictures if I have to and they still don't get it. It can't all be me. I mean, really, seriously. I understand sometimes if I already know something in my head and I try to explain it, sometimes the first explanation might be a little weird because I already know what's in my head, they don't. But uh, yeah, if I got to tell you like 20, 30 times and you still... Then no. I spy. This happened at my hotel's previous building, which had outside entrances, and I was working the evening shifts at the time. If the lobby was empty, most of the time I could sit in the back office and relax. If someone did come in, I would come to the desk and wait until they left in case they needed something. One night a guest came in to watch the lobby TV. He was staying by himself, so why he didn't watch the TV in his room is a question that was never answered. I dutifully stand at the desk, searching the early internet, and wondering why so many bosses don't allow chairs. The totally not weird guest runs up to the desk and says he knows I'm reporting his actions to the government on my computer. I refrain from doing a comically drawn out what? and try to reassure him. He's not mean about it, he was just letting me know the jig is up. 
After some back and forth, he finally leaves the lobby. The guy ends up staying with us for a bit, and while I may not know anything about women, eating healthy, or how to stop male pattern baldness, I do know that this guy really believed we were spying on him. I had to deliver some towels to a room and walk by his window. He runs to his door and sticks his head out, watching me the whole time I made my delivery, and walked away. So I did what any normal person would do. I kept walking by his window for no reason. <laughs> back and forth on the walkway, seeing how many times I could get him to close his door, relax, then get back up to watch me. If there was any way to count steps back then, we would have hit our mark. Only exercise I ever enjoyed. Eventually, I bored of his paranoia and so did the rest of the staff. He started bothering the housekeepers when they cleaned the rooms next to his, accusing them of installing cameras <laughs> into the walls to watch him. He was promptly shown the exit and the government was forced to hire a new lackey to track him. I really have no idea what gets into these people. I'm not sure where the paranoia stems from. Uh, I mean, I know there's a mental health aspect here, a mental illness aspect, but I guess I just, I just can't relate. Like, what makes them think that they're important enough that somebody's actually tracking them? I'm not important enough for anybody to track. I can barely get people to watch my videos and listen to the podcast. Not barely, but you know, I appreciate you guys being there, but I'm not a big time YouTuber or podcaster, so it is what it is, but I just can't understand that whole logic, I guess, or lack of logic. I did not touch your wife, sir. Today I was working the front desk on a typical low occupancy day, then received a call from a man asking, why did you touch my wife's nipples? What? <laughs> now I think I would remember if I touched a random woman's nipples, but the guy explained that she was outside of her room walking around with her breasts out. He then proceeded to flaunt about how good her body looks and what he likes to do to her. After he finishes his tangent about her body, he asked me for $5 every time I touched his wife's you-know-what. I went along and said, sure, which room are you located in, and what's your last name? He was smart enough not to answer, as he called through his cell phone and not his telephone. I then ended the call, as he then started uttering more profanity at me about touching his wife. I laughed about it with my coworker until she left around 30 minutes later. I received another call from him doing my usual introduction, where he states, You sound tired, B. I wasn't having it, so I ended the call and ignored any calls coming from him. I can't tell if he was just drunk or if he was prank calling me, but I can tell he's an a-hole regardless of intoxication. <laughs> it's just, I don't think alcohol had anything to do with that. Another paranoid person who, uh, I don't know. Like, they must have fantasies about their wife and other people, and but yet if it actually came true, he'd probably lose his mind. I, I don't know. I don't know where to go with this one, so we're just going to move on. Annoyances with OTA. Every day, breakin.com, etc., but today is extra fun. I don't know what that sentence means. I'm not sure if I'm reading it correctly, if it was written wrong, whatever. I'm downstairs folding linens, small hotel, so no laundry staff. And then the phone rings, and of course, I'm calling with a request from our mutual customer. Let the show begin. Of course, I'm Diantha, and I'm front desk associate at hotel. Thank you. Here's the confirmation number. I had to get him to repeat it three times since he refused to give it at a slow, normal pace. I look it up in the system. Nothing. I'm sorry, but I can't seem to find that reservation. Is there any other information you can give me about the reservation? He then gives me the confirmation number again, which was of no help. After another bout of trying to give me the confirmation number, he finally gave up. I guess he was going to send an email, which I wish he did from the start, but here we are. At this point, a few guests were waiting, so I start checking them in. Finally, I get the email, which has the guest's name and dates. Still nothing. I'm sure what I'm supposed to do now, but this is the fourth time this has happened this week for me. Has this happened with anyone else? So it sounds like the customer is booking at the wrong place, whether it's inadvertent or he's just stupid or whatever, or he's getting played online at a third-party site 
and he's his confirmation number screwy, whatever. But yeah, I don't understand. Sounds like the same guy from before, though. I wonder if it is the same guy. That would be totally awesome. Do you know who I am? This is the funniest thing that's happened to me since I started this job, so here you go. It's a typical evening shift at a five-star hotel. I, an innocent FDA, am minding my own business, trying to complete my work, when a man appears in front of me, not caring in the slightest that I'm doing something. This is how the conversation went. Man. Checking in? Me. Can I see your ID, please? Man. Do you have any rooms for tonight? Sorry, sir, but if you don't already have a reservation with us, we're fully booked tonight. Man. Do you know who I am? <laughs> no, you still haven't introduced yourself. This man proceeds to glare at me in silence for a solid two minutes. After two minutes, I decide that I don't have time to entertain this weirdo anymore. So I say, sir, I'm not a mind reader. I can't know who you are unless you tell me. Man, uh, I'm from Dublin. My manager at this point comes to rescue me because he knows that I have more productive stuff I can be doing than entertaining drunk non-guests. So he escorts the man to the hotel next door that I'd already recommend he try. The hotel next door proceeds to DNR the man almost immediately because he caused a scene the minute he entered the door, and I got told off for passing a drunkard to our sister property and not a competitor like Schmilton. And in the end, I never did find out his name. I can, I can imagine. I've dealt with enough drunks in my life when I was tending bar and bouncing. Yeah, there's just no reasoning with people like that. You're from Dublin. Yeah, you're the only guy in this city from Dublin, I'm sure. And that tells me what your name is, right? Hmm? What would you do? Here to get some ideas and opinions from y'all. I've been at my new hotel for a few months. Passed my review period and they really like me. But it's sketchy. Roll them up. I honestly won't bring my wallet into work. And if I do, I safeguard it by putting an alarm of sorts onto the zipper. Problem one. Money goes missing from till I was counting in. Five recounts from two people and we can't find the missing bills from the last count. Manager of sorts comes in to see. We recount with her there and boom, correct bills are now in place. Problem two, literally no one, not even the GM, shows up to work early. They just don't care, expecting me to stay and fill them in when I should be going home. Problem three, coworker that steals time, is consistently 10 to 20 minutes late and then says clock system didn't work and writes in the log, saying not late at all or adds 5 to 10 minutes to the actual time, then follows me around like a lost puppy rather than doing her work. I'm far too tired to have to deal with this BS and environment, but other than those problems, it's alright compared to other places I've been. So do I quit? Easy enough to find other employment? Stick it out and wait for management to deal with the issue or consequences? Do I say something? I'm not really about tattling, but I hate theft of all kinds and lazy people. Well, here's my two cents for whatever it's worth, OP. Um, if you have a line on another job, I wouldn't do it without actually having an offer from somebody or confirming it, whatever, unless you have money to live on until then. Uh, other than that, yeah, run. Don't walk, run. You're going to end up getting caught up in something, whether they think they're going to accuse you of stealing money from the till or stealing time yourself or whatever. That's just, that's going to turn ugly real quick. I wouldn't stay there no matter what, but that's just me. All right, guys, thanks for sharing a little bit of your day with me today. And uh, if you get a chance and you're on YouTube and you can see me if you are on YouTube, uh, go ahead and click that like button down below or the dislike button if you don't like the video. Uh, and if you stay this long, I can't imagine why you would have stayed if you didn't like it. But anyway, thank you for giving me some time. Leave a comment down below. I like interacting with all my viewers. 
And if you're on a podcast, whatever platform you're on, uh, if they have a way for you to rate us, do me a favor, rate us. If you liked it, great. If you didn't like it, give us whatever the equivalent is uh, on that platform. And if they have a way to comment in the review, I'm always interested to see what do people like? What do they dislike? You know, I mean, I know some people think I'm slow and ramble too much. Uh, people have started putting in the video descriptions, uh, video starts at 104, video starts at 2.30. Uh, and that's cool. That's fine by me. I don't, I don't really mind. You know, if you want to skip ahead and, you know, lose the BS, then so be it. Who am I to tell you what to do, right? All right, guys. Till the next one. See ya.